All right, before we uh, hit up the podcast and kick it off, Holly, can you describe Jacob two times? Because I feel like we've had a lot of new Miguel and Holly fan members to the Uncensored podcast. Uh-huh. And so who is Jacob two times? Well, we first came by Jacob two times. We first met him uh, thanks to our sister station, 1025 The Bone, mm-hmm. over there next door. Mm-hmm. And the afternoon show, Drew Garabo Live. Jacob was a huge fan, and I believe still is, of Drew Garabo. And so um, there's... Jacob's very special. Mm -hmm. He uh, basically will get super excited. And the reason that Drew started calling him Jacob two times is because when he gets really excited, he tends to say things two times. Mm -hmm. So that's where that came from. So we met Jacob when he was on um, Drew's show years ago, Mm -hmm. actually in person. And then we were like, Jacob, you better start listening to us. Mm -hmm. And he did. And I believe he might be our number one fan. Uh, Jacob, are you the number one fan? You better believe it. I'm your biggest fan ever. Yeah. My morning so far is so good. I wish I was there so I could give you a hug. I'm giving you a hug across the radio waves right now. I love it. I love a good radio wave hug. And we feel it, Jacob. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Can you help us kick off the podcast, Jacob? Is it? Is is it recording right now, Holly? I want to make sure it got everything you said, Holly. Did it? It, I Yes. It we is? Are absolutely recording right now. Hold on. Wait a minute. I don't know if Scott pressed record. I don't know, Jacob. Miguel, don't you I don't do know. that. It's You're going to make fault. this man hate me. I'm always recording. I'm <laughs> yeah. like a damn tape. Yes, he is. He's a tape recorder. He's, okay. That's how he yeah. works. We are recording, Jacob, so go ahead and kick us off for the, for the podcast. If you want to say that whole thing again, Holly, so I can make sure I got it, go ahead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Jacob, we got it. We got we, it. Don't we, you we worry. We definitely got it. We don't got worry. It. We got I don't it. even oh. know if I could say it exactly the same again, but no. that's okay. I got it. Okay. We need you to pitch it up. I keep hyping you up. Come on, Jacob. What podcast okay. is everyone listening to? You're listening to the you're listening to the Miguel and Holly and Sky the Body podcast and Jacob podcast. I'm no! New <laughs> hit music, all the hits, yes! commercials. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> all the taglines. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. You're a dumbass. Have a wonderful day, okay? Bye-bye now. Holly. I finally got boobs and a butt back. And Scotty the body. Am I not as cool and good-looking as I think I am? The Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. No, my tongue feels too big today. Only from Hot 101.5. Give me Kit Kat or give me death. Tampa Bay's new hit music. Thank you, Jacob, two times for helping us start the podcast today. That was an exciting one. I love it. We appreciate it. Um, So I really wanted to start the show off today because I've seen this topic pop up with a few friends now, and we were talking about it here in the studio the other day. What is OnlyFans? Oh. Because you've heard uh, Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion talk about it. Yeah. And people are like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I've, I've heard friends mention it where it's, oh, ha, ha, funny, funny. But what is OnlyFans? Well, what in the hell is it? Well, I found an explainer video. Oh, my gosh. What this is, is this? what OnlyFans is. I, wait, the title says, so. what is OnlyFans? The place to monetize your content. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. So... You spend a lot of time and effort creating quality content for social media and have built up a following. Yeah. But how can you monetize both your content 
and your online influence. Hmm. Well, what if your fans could pay to see your exclusive content? Welcome to OnlyFans. OnlyFans is a social media platform similar to those you use already, but your content is hidden until your fans subscribe to you for a monthly subscription price that you set. On top of that, fans can tip you extra for content they really like. Oh, yeah. So, whether you're a blogger, YouTuber, fitness trainer, celebrity, model, or musician, you can reward your loyal fans with even more of the great content you already produce and get paid for it. Yeah. If you're not already doing the math in your head, let's give you an example. Okay. okay. Let's say you have 50,000 followers. Oh, okay. Even if 5% of your fan base were willing to pay just $10 per month to subscribe to your OnlyFans profile, that would mean $25,000 oh of extra income per month Shut from up. subscriptions alone. It's so simple to use. Setting up your account takes minutes, and uploading your content is super intuitive from a desktop or on mobile, meaning you can focus on creating your content and interacting with your paying fans. We have already paid out over 250 million to our community of 100 plus thousand creators earning on OnlyFans. Wow. So, if you're ready to get rewarded for creating and sharing quality content, sign up to OnlyFans. Well, damn, let me go get on it. For real, that sounds amazing. I'm a content provider. Now, here's what I just, <laughs> I saw this video and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I never hear about someone being a blogger being like, hey, check out my OnlyFans. It's like, hey, come look at my... Yeah. Oh. Come look at my blank video. That's the only time I hear OnlyFans referenced. So, yeah. but they have to, like, I get why they would do it. I guess here's the the, the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Do any bloggers, YouTubers, fitness gurus actually use OnlyFans for legit purposes? Or is every single content creator showing off TNA? I think you, there are definitely some, because I've just had this whole conversation with friends, that are doing it that you could just do kind of whatever you want. It's just, I don't know how many subscribes you're going to get, because mm -hmm. I've thought about doing it mm. as like, well, one, whatever. You could view the video and do whatever you want, but I could just do a video of like, working out. Yeah. And hopefully, I could get, if I just got five subscribers... And they just pay $10 a month. That would change my entire world right now. Wait, so you would get $50? Yes. I, I'm telling you right now, I got 50 extra dollars this month. My life would be changed. Uh, now, okay, so, but here's what I... But I don't know who would subscribe to that because, be like... I mean, because... Get it anywhere. Go on YouTube and see better. I me. mean, because to me, I feel like if you're doing an OnlyFans, you need to, like, work out shirtless... Yes. You've got to have like you know maybe your, something pops out I yeah don't know. <laughs> like your 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 deep print yeah. out like you can't because I mean like what se what separates you from anything else? Actually, just had this conversation with a friend yesterday. I think the one thing that this has a leg up. I don't know if working out does, but people would want to subscribe because they like you're somebody that they want to see in that light. Mm. I don't want to necessarily use the word naked yet because we're not on that. That's mainly the focus. But like, let's say for people that are, I'll just use me for an example. Like people are going to my Insta. Like I don't post a lot of thoughty stuff mm -hmm. because that's just not really who I am unless I was getting paid. Right. But on an OnlyFans, <laughs> if I was like, well, this is going to be my workout page where it's like, okay, 
let me actually like put on my you know workout shorts and no shirt and just go whatever. Yeah. See, here's the thing. In my head, I could see you having like you post your workouts on Insta, like your normal workouts, and then you're like, hey, if you want to see the rest of this workout where yeah. I take all my clothes off except my underwear. Oh. That's not only that's all, yeah like that's hey. what I'll see so you're like already people doing it yeah do it but you just less you just give them that clothes. extra like layer because there's definitely probably people that you're like man I would love to see that person naked because like it's like they're not I feel like the the porn world like that is like that's like a movie that's like off in the world of like I don't I've never I don't I'm never gonna see you in real life no you will especially in Tampa well but well, I do the think there's people like you could find from like either you're on Instagram you're already following them, or you see them in their city and then you're like. Oh wait, they have an OnlyFans. Mm. I wonder what they look like naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. So okay, wait. So wait. <laughs> so let's say you know you have an OnlyFans, and then you do some like n- n- tasteful nudes <laughs> or whatever, mm. like with things like covered at certain points. Right. So aren't your subscribers going to screenshot that and put it out for everybody? That I don't know how that works. I think I they have wondering. safeguards for it because, I mean, that's part of the process is they don't want to lose money. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that they have safeguards for it. I mean, I've wow. seen a few videos that are from OnlyFans like on Twitter. Like a screen record is apparently super right. easy to do. Right. But here's the thing is that you're going to have people do that no matter what you do. Like there's no way to avoid that. That's but, why you just avoid getting naked. Right. But when if you if you want to make money, uh, you know, it's something that you could do. Yeah, she said 25K a yeah, month. Yeah, I, I lost my mind when that happened. Holy But then again, she also moly. said 50,000 followers and but, only but it was only yeah, like 500. That, yeah, 500 people. If you can get 500 people to sign up for your OnlyFans. For like 10 bucks a month? Yeah. Like, Holly, what would you do? What would you be willing to do for an extra 25 thousand dollars a month i don't know i don't a I, month okay times that by 12 i know <laughs> i already started ting 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 it out like the yes but there's nothing that i can bring to the table for 500 people that's worth that much money i guess it's depending on how like because i was just talking again i had a whole conversation yesterday i think there's people that there's always a set of people that want what you have no matter yeah. who you are i do think there because we have billions of people on earth yeah there is a section of people that whatever you got going or whatever you want to show there's going to be people that just want that like their craving is you and that okay well you know what you can watch me do my needlepoint with my, my tits out <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch me knit some knit some shit <coughs> tits and wow. knits oh wow oh my god <laughs> That's the name of your OnlyFans, Holly. You're so rich. Nits and tits. Oh, my God. I, I bet it's already Wait, hold on. Let me look at that. <laughs> Wait, oh, my oh, my God. I'm going to get flagged on our company yeah, computer. Yes, you will. You for on your type. laptop. Uh, hold on. You oh. said nit. Is it N-I-T? K-N-I-T. Oh. <laughs> nit. The other nits. Oh, K-N-I-T-S. Nits nit. and tits. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to get flagged. Nits and tits home. on Facebook. Well, that's Facebook. Let's see. Uh, let me do. Wait, oh, what? This is for like. Oh. Knits for tits. That's for like oh. breast cancer awareness. Month, oh, like. oh, uh, never nah, mind. Nah, just, nah, Wait, hold on. Nice. Let's just see what's on OnlyFans. Uh, let's see here. I don't see anything. Nothing is coming up. Uh, knits and oops. <laughs> Only That's genius. Fans. I'm trying to think of one. Uh, let's see here. Burlesque boobs at OnlyFans. Oh. There's that. 
And when you click on it, oh my God, our filter actually let me through. It must not uh. realize what this is. <laughs> well, it's for content creators, Holly. Oh. So there's burlesque boobs on oh. here. So you can subscribe to her OnlyFans for $10 per month. Oh, she has a sale. A oh, bundle. I, I like a bundle. $25. I like a burly, burlesque bundle of boobs. <laughs> so it has all the stuff locked. Interesting. Uh, burlesque boobs. Hello, my lovely bunch. Hope you all are doing good and staying healthy. Sorry if I've been quieter over the last week or so. Life in my world has been a bit hectic, and I've found myself with absolutely no time alone to make content. So because I've been crap, I'm offering free D ratings for everyone today. Holly, you can review people's Ds. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no? I do not want to review a D. I could. I, yeah, you. that's for you. <laughs> I I don't want to see that many Ds. Save that. Right. Uh, no, don't. No. <laughs> uh, so, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now we're getting no. into some odd stuff. Yeah. All right. I don't think it exists. I don't think it does. Uh, there is a Facebook page for Nits and Tits. What is it? Uh, oh. Oh, oh, this is a painting from... <laughs> God, what is this? I have no clue. Is it clue. for breast cancer awareness? I know. I I, that's like a legit Afghan someone knitted. Uh, I don't know. There's only 74 people that like this. But what? Where's the about section? Uh, what the hell here. is it about? Uh, go left. Go left. Look left. And there about, it says about. Here we go. Let's see. Handcrafted, made to order hats, blankets, and snuggies for newborns, babies, and toddlers. Supporter and mentor for breastfeeding families. Oh, I get it. Because uh, they're like pro breastfeeding the tit. Uh, right. And then they're making knits for babies. So uh, you're, gotcha. you've got knitting while you got your baby on your teats. Uh, nice. All right. So, Holly, would you knit some stuff in like a bathing suit? So, obviously, you're not going to just like pull out your full mamas. But, I mean, would you do it in like a bikini? I don't know. I really would have to think about that. <laughs> I really, I can't answer you right now. Because I guess it's not automatic no, but I'd really have to think about the implications of that. Right. I mean, it's something. I have a kid, okay? Yeah. I mean, but listen, you've done worse on the radio. What? Oh. Remember the bikini dance we had to do years ago, but you deleted that one off of YouTube? Uh, no, that was Holly strips to her mix. Ah, right. Oh. And you're not stripping. Like, literally, it's just you in a bikini outside knitting. That's it. So you don't have to pop out a boob. You but don't have to like share. People Sharon's are gonna, gonna stop watching it if I don't pop out a boob. It's called tits. No, but I do feel like they're like uh, Scott said. People want to see people a lot of stuff. I was just having a again about OnlyFans, but uh, like I said, there's a niche of people for everything. There's a whole YouTube world of people just. They just eat. We talked about this oh, years yeah. ago. Where they just eat a ton of food. Mukbang or whatever. Exa right. yeah, and they're not naked. No, they're not they doing eat. anything. And they have hundreds of thousands, millions of subscribers. Oh, and man. they're just eating a lot of food. Right. Or the people unboxing presents. Ugh, I mean, I am, My family is one of those families that watches this shit. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why I'm swearing so much today. <laughs> you see what happens. You let in one T word. I'm about to say, you're just ready now. And now you're like, I just want to pile it all out. You got them revved up. It's a good thing we reeled ourselves back in. Um, no, so we watch. My daughter is a fan of watching little girls on YouTube play with dolls. Like, legit, they just play with their dolls mm -hmm. for 20 minutes, and I'm like, please, God, help me. So Ugh. there's that. There's people that craft things, mm. and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. I don't even want to call anybody out by name, but, like, I'm sorry to this girl that just is, 
is like a works on different like um buys craft toys and crafts them or whatever mm-hmm. and like makes kind of funny commentary i'm like i'm so much funnier oh i could sit here and like put crafts together mm-hmm. which i love and that could be my youtube channel but if i did it with my boobs out maybe i could even make more money so what if you start with putting you love putting lego sets together i do lego sets in your bikini that's it People I bet would... somebody, you know who would watch? Oh, God. And I'm sorry about this stereotype. Oh, my God, who? All the international people. Like, mm, people in, like, Sweden or, like, too. Russia. Yeah. For some reason, they love that shit. I no, don't know why. True. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're like, ooh, got to see boob. <laughs> I don't, know, well, what, like, I don't know what accent that was. I thought it was trying to be uh, Swedish, but it wasn't. Isn't that where the videos of people, like, smashing their head in bread yeah. came from? Well, that was, from no. That, that was... A lot of those were in Asian countries. Oh, gotcha. The okay. bread, the Asian girls putting yes, their heads yes, in bread. Yes, uh-huh. That was that. So you could do this, Holly, in bikini, putting together Legos. That's your OnlyFans. I got to think about this. Scott, what's going to be your OnlyFans? Mine would probably be working out. Like, I do it anyway. All I got to do is just, like, take off a layer of clothing and just work out. I have I am so close because of this to at least Nah, this sounds, I don't even know how this sounds, but like trying it. But it's different because I'm in a relationship. Like, I would have to, because I feel like there's a taboo to the word OnlyFans because you compare it to like porn. porn. And so that first conversation, because Mary obviously knows about it, OnlyFans, she'd be like, no, like, like that's just weird. But I'll be like, okay, hear me out. 500 subscribers to <laughs> $10 a month, and I'm just working. I just do pull-ups and push-ups for like 10 minutes, you know, a little sweat going little shorts on, no shirt. Let's see what happens. Again, I don't think she would be okay with it because of the same reason I probably wouldn't be okay with her doing it because I just don't like the idea of somebody on the other end of the screen mm-hmm. enjoying themselves to me you don't or them. But how do you know someone's... do it anyway? Yeah. I mean, you have shirtless thirst trap photos on your done. Instagram. done. It's been done. It's been done. Well, I'd rather get paid if that's the well- case. <laughs> But I don't. I think it's because it's like the fact of like I'm now putting it for that reason, you know. Like I don't know. It's just this weird that's world. What, of why that's is what it taboo? I'm saying that's. I I feel like the implications. Like it seems very cut and dry. You do this thing that's not that crazy, and then you get a, a boatload of money for it. But somewhere in the middle, it's always a gray area with morals and implications. Yeah. And what does this mean for the future? And is this going to come back to bite me in the ass? And like I think it's if I was single, I would def- I would probably be on right now and be like, you know, again, I would not be like showing my wiener. <laughs> God, I hope not. Because I think that that I'm is sorry, definitely- like when <laughs> there is nothing sexy about someone saying I'm not the word trying to be sexy right now. Wiener. Like it just sounds like I just see like the little can of wieners that you get at the grocery store and those just look gross. Like that's when you say that. That's a uh, uh. Well, I'm not gonna show. My can of wieners. Okay. Ew, you have a can of wieners. (laughs) Wieners and beaners. But I would try to see if they're, because literally I'm online right now. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I'm looking for new ways to make money right now. And this is like, this just seems so stupid easy for people. I guess it goes back to that thing where it's like, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Mm, Right? mm -hmm. So it's like, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And that's where I get hung up because something is going to go horrendously wrong that I can't visualize yet. Well, but I wonder, though, I mean, if you are just 
doing workouts with your shirt off because I've also seen this a lot on Instagram and I'll, I'll start to forward you some of them that like my friends will send where it's straight guys. They are not naked. Um, they're not playing with their junk. They're not like showing it. They're just working out shirtless and you have probably way more personality than these guys that I see people like have thousands and thousands of followers and people will look at that. So if you're not doing it and like every now and then, you know, you make sure you have on like some loose shorts and some gym shorts and, you know, you know. just like you do now, you know, why not? <laughs> but you're not doing it on purpose. Literally, the sole thing is Scotty the Body's workout. That's it. I mean, and you're your just name shirtless. is Scotty the Body. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're just like the only thing is you have to be shirtless in everything you do. <laughs> Yesterday, Maya goes, why is he he called Scotty the Body? Oh. I was like, well, you know, he's very fit, uh, very active. He has, mm. he has a good, you know, works works on his Mm. Why? Uh, <laughs> like, well, were you Holly the body? I was like, no, <laughs> girl, no, no. Just it was. It made it memorable. Just did she ever ask? Is Uncle was Uncle Miguel ever Uncle Miguel the body? No, because then I turned it into well, you know. And then she, of course, goes, well, why is Scotty's name not on the show? And I was like, well, that's uh, a whole thing. Gosh. And then I go, you know, I had to fight for my name to be on the show. <laughs> like, well, how come? I said, well, men didn't think I should be. And mm. we got then, so we, we got uh, lost in gotcha. the weeds okay, okay. before we got to Miguel the body. Okay, that's fine because that would never happen. I'm sure it would have come up at some point. Um, we gotta right. call. We gotta call some folks. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I've, I literally told them like a half an hour ago. We're calling them now. Oh. <laughs> God. And then they're like, okay, we're ready. And it's now 11. Hello. Hi, Wendy. How are you? It's Miguel, Holly, and Scotty the Body on the podcast. Oh, my God. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi. Hold on for one second as we get Dallas on the phone, okay? Okay. Because we are so professional here that we yeah. take time in the podcast to call people. We don't just have it set up prior. That's fine. Of course not. Listen, we just put together a six-hour show. We're doing our best. <clears throat> All right. Hello. Hi, Dallas. It's Miguel, Holly, and Scotty the Body. Thank you two for joining us on the show today. Well, thank you for, thank having, you for us. having us. All right. So I don't. Oh, before we get started, yes. Make sure you're not on speakerphone with us. Okay. Just right. Or Bluetooth. Or Bluetooth. Just have us right on the phone. Okay. Yeah. Oh. We're good. All right, so I don't know the full premise behind uh, the the story here, Holly. Do you want to set them up? You, well, well, here's what happened. Okay, Wendy emailed me because uh, last week we had on Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Was it Vanessa? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the mom of a, a trans kid, and that was really the first we kind of dabbled into this and were able to speak with someone who is so close and intimate with a story like that. Well, uh, then we sort of put the call out and said, you know, if anybody else has a really cool, interesting story to share or would like to share their story, let let us know. So Wendy hit me up and she said, I would love to share my son's story. So that's where we're at. So Wendy is the one who emailed me. Dallas is her son. And they can kind of both share the story, um, I'm hoping. Um, Wendy, why don't you start and let me know, let us know what convinced you to send me the email. Um, so Dallas is 18 and he started to transition while he was in high school. Mm. And as you can imagine, that's like the craziest time of anybody's lives. But um, yeah. this is, this is Dallas. It, it took a few years and a little bit of therapy for Dallas to be able to tell us that he was transgender. Um, but as soon as he did, we 
we we got him in, got him into the program, got him on testosterone, got him in therapy, um, everything we could do to support him. Right. Um, and and like I said, he's um, we're we're so happy that he's having top surgery in two weeks. Mm. Um, but what? Our journey, I mean, has been longer than that. And as a parent, you're you you have many battles. You are going to have challenges with doctors along the way, um, with family, with school that may not agree mm-hmm. with this. Um, I've actually had one of Dallas's earlier pediatricians pull me aside and say, "Don't encourage this. Mm. I I think this might be a phase." And I, I was doing, you know, we were kind of doing this on our own. We didn't know anybody else right. that was transgender. It's not out there. It's yeah. not out there for people to understand what it is and where to get support and all of that. So um, I just, you know, I watched my son and I knew that this was, this was who he was. And so I wasn't going to let a doctor change my mind. Right. Um, but these are things that happen. These are things that happen that um, hopefully will stop happening. Um, you know, challenges with insurance companies, trying to get the surgery covered, um, even finding a doctor that will do the surgery. It's mm. it's a big hidden secret. Um, but, I mean, in the end, it's all worth it for, for your baby. I right. would do anything for Dallas. So, Dallas, can you walk us through when you were younger and when you sort of had this realization that, wait a minute, I don't feel like I'm in the right body? Um, well, being like a kid, like before puberty, I never thought of myself as like a girl or a boy. I never really was aware of gender mm-hmm. until like I hit puberty really early. So it wasn't until like comments from like peers about like, you know, looking like a girl that I really understood that being labeled something like that, you know, affects how you're treated mm. and affects all aspects of your life. So, and I, I wasn't, I was really shy. So I mostly just spent my time on the internet Right. and you know, there's people online telling me that this is a real thing, that that's called being trans. And that's where I kind of like knew only that's where, I, that's where I kind of knew, you know, how old were you when you it. when you were um, finding out about all this stuff, discovering the world of trans? I might I might have been like twelve or thirteen, mm-hmm. really young. Mm-hmm. And so but I kept it to myself. When you start realizing and and reading all this information, are you sort of like, oh my gosh, like my feelings have a name? This is it, or was it a, oh my gosh, I'm different? Um, it was more relief of like knowing like, okay, I knew I wasn't like, I knew I wasn't like weird or anything. Like, You're like, something <laughs> is happening. Right. I just need a name yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of relief upon like having, finally having like words to describe. And so like, like mom was saying, when we went to first doctors, they were saying it's a phase and then I got it off the internet. Well, of course I got it off the internet. No right. one else was there. Yeah, where else is he going to get it? Yeah. Right. So after you start to realize this, what happened next? Did you tell your parents or did you tell a friend or did you console in someone online? What did you do with that inform- that newfound information of who you are? 
um, I began like kind of experimenting with names online and stuff like that. Because no one online can be like, hey, your real name is whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I can say my name is Ellie on it, like whatever I want it to be. So first it was online, and then I kind of came out. To- Uh-oh, it looks like, hold on, your your phone's going in and out, Dallas. Let's see. Maybe try putting it on speakerphone because oh, yeah, sometimes that helps. Oh, yeah, I'll put it on speakerphone. Because phones can launch rockets, but you can't talk into them. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Okay. That that, that's better. Yeah, so I came out to, like, very close friends, and it was, like, kind of like a hush-hush secret between us. Mm. And how do, how were they? Supportive, curious, had questions, or were just like, okay, cool? Um, For the most part, supportive. You know, being, like, young and not having that much information, looking back, like, maybe they would say, like, wrong things. But, I mean, like, they didn't really know better. We were, like, in middle school. Yeah. Mm. And so when did you finally feel comfortable enough to tell your parents? I think I, um, it was with my therapist. I feel like my mom kind of knew. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> my mm. friends were calling me down. And, you know, online, that was my presence. And, you know, in my, like, little I'd write journals and stuff because I'd been going to therapy and so I think she kind of like you know knew she mm. saw people calling me Dallas so it was just more of like me and my therapist kind of confirming with her and bringing her up to speed I feel like you were maybe a freshman Dallas maybe yeah yeah and so mom when you hear this information even though it may be something that you've already suspected what was the reaction um, I'm trying to think how I, how it was, Dal. Hopefully I was, I was good. Um, it was definitely new territory. Um, I had, I, I didn't know anybody that was transgender, didn't know any parents that had experience with it. So, um, all I did was, uh, support and kind of follow his lead in, in what he wanted to do next. Um, it was, it was very easy actually because he up until that point he had been dealing with a lot of depression Mm. and self-harm and and then once he kind of came out officially um the past started to make sense to me Mm. so you know the alternative was worrying about him you know hurting himself or or and you know checking on him at the middle of the night to make sure that he's okay so um I was probably very relieved. I can imagine because that's that's a common story. Um, I will say I've heard that from other parents where it's like I knew something mm-hmm. was wrong. You know, whether whether it is depression or your child is just not right. And as a parent, you're around them the most. So it's like right. you really have to be observing your kid or you really have to be ignoring signs that yeah. something is wrong. Right. Either way. So yeah. It's tough. And I give credit to his therapist um, because when when we had the official talk during therapy, um, his therapist said, okay, this is what you need to do regarding the school. And um, Dallas has the legal right to start using the, the men's bathroom. I had no idea. I had no idea. So thank God she would kind of educate me as we went along. And I knew, you know, what what we should say to the school and, and what they were required to do. And so it really helps to have a good therapist. Was the school compliant? Mm. Yeah. What do you think Dallas? 
Your newer school was was way more compliant than the previous one. Yeah, this was an older school that I went to. Mm-hmm. They were they weren't bad people, but they weren't you know didn't provide the best support. Mm-hmm. I still had transphobic classmates. There was there was a um, trans teacher at my school actually, and I didn't have her, but I went to her for like the GSA after school. But she got major like death threats. And all this mm-hmm. harassment, people like leaked her address and stuff. And so my school at the time, what that wasn't a very good school. So with the resources that they had and like considering just the state of the school all around, they did the best they could. But they would still, if there was a substitute, oh my God, that was the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. My goodness. Yeah, because so, they go off. They go off rosters when there's a substitute teacher. So even though all of the mm. teachers changed his name, right. when subs go off a ro- it's his old name. And so mm. they'll be looking for Danielle. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, teenagers. So they're all like laughing. They're like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Because, right. you, know, you know, teenagers can't just hear something and like let it go. No. 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 have to like make fun of it. Oh, teenagers. Ooh. So Dallas, now that you've gone through this journey and you are are starting to do what is necessary to feel like yourself in your own skin, what would you go back and tell freshman year old Dallas that's at the beginning of this journey? Um I probably tell him how worth it it is. Mm-hmm. Just just how much just it's so worth it. It's so great to like how I feel now compared to then. Right. And I think I would have told myself, um, just feel like taking yourself less seriously. Mm. Helps. Mm. You know, just like to be able to laugh about it. Right. And, and just let loose. Mm. I mean, if I make a mistake, like if you, even if it was a phase, then whatever, I should just still be exploring myself and doing whatever makes me happy at that time. Mm-hmm. That is so yeah. true. Uh, Wendy, what would you tell yourself at the beginning of this journey when you first found out? Um, I, I, I feel like I would want to, um, <clears throat> I, I kind of wish I was a little more educated because when I was challenged by the doctors and the nurses and, and, you know, family, um, I, I kind of wish I had more, uh, facts and figures to throw back at them because mm. I think um, education and awareness is key. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But I, I feel like, like Dallas and I, I, well, I kind of told Dallas he was going to help me do this, but um, I've been journaling to, to write a book mm. because, you know, I really couldn't find any support for myself. So I'm going to write everything that we're going through to help someone in the future. I think that is beautiful because that. That, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we do as humans, right? We all have to go through something painful and difficult and then come out the other side with knowledge about it. Right. And then I yeah. think the the truest, highest calling for all of us is to then help someone else through their hard time. Mm. So yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Uh, I, I am real quick, Dallas. Last question. If we know someone that is at the beginning of this process, AKA me. I have a friend that's literally just told me two weeks ago that they are transgender. Mm -hmm. Um, They're 40. So a little bit older than you. 
Mm. What missteps that your friends innocently made back then that you wish they would have done a little bit better about? Um, oh, mm. gosh. I think the friends of, like, your friends and your support system, even if you think you're educated, you should still do some more research and just always to listen to trans people when they talk. Mm. Just listen. Sometimes the best thing to do is to just not respond or anything and just listen. I think for myself, again, it's just thinking about how worth it is. And I wish like I would have experimented more. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with experimenting. I think everyone should try something new every day. Right. But mm. yeah, to myself and to like, like mainly to supporters is again, just listening and loving unconditionally because they're going to feel like, you know, really bad a lot. Yeah. And it's really hard. I don't It's just support, support number one. Okay. The best thing you can do is just listen. I love that. Wendy in Dallas, thank you so much for walking through your story and helping us uh, understand a little bit more what it's like on both sides. Thank you so much for being so brave and sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Do y'all want to give out your social medias at all, or do you just want to remain private? Um. I'm good. <laughs> That's okay. That is okay. That's why I just wanted to ask. Okay. Well, One of my Dallas, I think I'm Wendy Dowdy on Instagram. Yeah. And, Wendy and Dowdy, you'll probably Wendy. see, yeah, maybe Wendy Ann. Um, but you'll see Dallas pictures all over the place. Wendy said, I want and that will, clout. Come on, give me we some will lights. Be posting surgery pictures and all that fun stuff. That's maybe so what awesome. we'll do is yeah. when we put the uh, the podcast up, we'll tag you. Yes, absolutely. We will do that. Great. Okay. Well, thank you all so much and happy St. Pete Pride. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Holly, what's all your social media? Mine is Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and Holly on Hot 1015 on Facebook. Scott? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat, and Facebook. And you can hear Miguel and Holly Uncensored on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to any sort of uh, podcast. Just type in Miguel and Holly Uncensored and just rate and subscribe if you would. And don't forget, I still got a few pride stickers left. If you want some Miguel and Holly pride stickers or just a regular one, just shoot me an email with your full name and address, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Catch up on previous episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored now on the Hot 101.5 app or on iTunes on your smartphone. It's Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Quarantine edition from Hot 101.5. Made hot by Corona Beer.